We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. Woo-wee, Jake. Oh, my God. Yo, what's good today? How are you doing, my guy? <laughs> You're going to scare people, man. What is up, everybody? Now you know how I feel literally every week in this room hearing your psychotic Dude, screams. Woo-wee. <laughs> Hello, all you audio listeners, all you YouTube listeners. Welcome back, as per usual, to Esports Rewind Podcast. Hello, Zan. Hi, Jake. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? <laughs> you know, life is good. You know, busy as heck, as always, mm. but you know, that's a good thing. Yeah, we got a lot of good things on the heads up for all of you guys. A lot of big things coming. We appreciate all of you guys listening each and every week. You got any announcements before we get into it? Uh, real quick, don't forget you can find us on iTunes as well as Spotify from the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. Download an episode. It really does actually help us out. It helps support the channel over there. Shout out to our audio listeners. Uh, Jake, you want to just hop into it? Yeah, there? we got a lot of great topics for you guys. Let's get into them. And my first one out there this week, Zan, is going to be a very quick one, okay? okay, okay. Because I know that a lot of figures out there are very polarizing, as some would say. This mm. is about my boy Ninja this past week being an absolute gamer bro. You I'm, know, shout out. <laughs> shout out to good guy Ninja. You need to yeah. realize when good guy Ninja's around, I'm going to give him compliments. Mm. Yes, he definitely has his takes here and there. Polarizing was a good way to put it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, definitely not the first person to call him polarizing. Oh, ain't that uh, the truth. But with this past week, a couple W's, probably a future video as well about a great month mm. for a guy like Ninja. Uh, the story I want to talk about is actually involving Mr. Beast and his creator games, which, by mm. the way, broke 1 million concurrent viewers. Congrats to Mr. Beast. On YouTube, one of very few to do it on the platform. It was Ninja actually backing out of that 300K trivia event just so he 
and his boys could compete in a Valorant tournament for the, uh, I think it was actually the Renegades Invitational, which I think is like the biggest gamer bro moment. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know, I kind of geeked out. I was like, that's just dope. No, yeah, you love to see it. You love to see like the clear, clear level of dedication, like playing the game. And to be fair, I got to address the other side here. Yes, Ninja already has money. So he's probably yeah. not aggressively concerned about the price. You're going to see those comments. Yeah. Like, he doesn't need the money. That's why 10K tournament compared to 300K tournament doesn't matter. Right. But, but at the same time, like, you got to realize this is a roster heavy underdogs Mm -hmm. right a lot of people out there do not believe ninja will ever be at the top level the tier one scene again they are obviously trying to compete with the likes of those guys and as underdogs actually performed decently uh during the event as well and with that you know there's some speculation out there i i cannot confirm this to you guys just Uh wild wild speculation as to why maybe another reason he couldn't go on youtube for the creator games mm. that involving his partnership with twitch very possible that but also mm. not confirmed right, i just wanted right. to bring it up either way <laughs> um but very lastly as well i know you saw this on top of that speaking of twitch streamers it was also ninja this past week paying out i believe average jonas a twitch streamer who had nearly six thousand dollars refunded in donations been a mm. widespread issue for a lot of streamers ninja just responded affixed and sent the guy six grand to pay for those refunded donations yeah which is you know shout out to ninja just being like a, a lad, you know, really going out there and just supporting the community yeah. like that. But know? again, he has money. <laughs> yeah, so true, people are like, to, I don't know. It's just, you know, whether or not a guy has money, if he does a good deed, I think mm. we're going to notice it. Especially something like that. The last, like, you know, just like standing up, doing something that Twitch themselves is definitely not going to do. Twitch will never support a streamer like that. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's nice to see that a high profile creator on the platform who has definitely been given the bag by other platforms is, you know, given back like that. Yeah. And going out of his way to do do so guys we have talked about ninjas not so bright moments and so we will talk about the bright moments Mm. as well good guy ninja gamer bro ninja this past week it was great to see Speaking of controversial things that probably shouldn't be controversial, let's talk about AOC real quick. Mm. Because she did something insane this week with her Among Us stream featuring Pokimane, Asana B, Lupo, Myth. H-Bomber guy, yeah, Myth. Moist, the Toast. boys. Ah. Yeah, such a star-studded lineup right there. But it was incredible. She fit, she fit in so well. This was very clearly not just her trying to like make some political stunt. This is her really engaging with the community, really being there to play the game. A lot of fantastic moments from her self-reporting immediately to like her killing Pokimane and the Pokimane bowing down. <laughs> Fun conversation. Everyone geeking out over yeah. AOC this past mm-hmm. week and it was great to see uh, you know a semi-record set. I think a top five all-time individual Twitch stream. Yeah 100%. I don't think we know like exactly where it sits on top five. Yeah it's tough to right know the now. exact numbers. Yeah but she uh, personally I saw her at 439,000 yeah, concurrent viewers. And that's just her to think about right. the entire lobby breaking likely a million concurrent mm-hmm. which again Congratulations. It was right. pretty awesome to see. Yeah, several millions of views on the VODs over the past couple days. And I think this is going to be a huge sea change for the streaming industry. I think this is going to open a lot of eyes to like how much reach streaming really has and hopefully open some doors for streamers to be you know, more recognized as a legitimate industry. Yeah, and I think it was definitely a good look for a lot of those streamers. That group was definitely selectively placed for, Absolutely. <laughs> for good reasons. I will say this. I, I was tweeting during the entire thing. Mm. I wanted to see ninja or xqc my favorite i'm a i'm a yeller okay uh, so i love uh, watching yellers in among us i would have loved to see x or ninja just drop in there and make it a bit heated obviously that group a bit more reserved a bit right. more respectful uh-huh. and so chosen for obvious reasons but it does leave the door wide open for future streams mm-hmm. and who's to say 
I don't know if Trump's going to do this, but other politicians come in and they do get ninja or XQC and want to play among us. Mm -hmm. And we see this yet again, which brings in new eyes, brings in new faces. So at the end of the day, yes, it was to get the vote out, which a lot of uh, gaming influencers have done. Um, I'm talking a lot about Ninja today. Ninja has done it recently. 100 Thieves have done it recently. Mm -hmm. Movements to get the vote out is great, but it's also great for the future of gaming um, for a lot of the haters out there who are a bit disturbed by this lobby. Yeah, absolutely. Let's be real here. You can separate the political aspects 100%. That's completely in its own corner. I know I can. Yeah, you can just appreciate this was a legitimately entertaining stream in a lot of ways, you know, and I I hope we see more stuff of this caliber in the future. I know uh, Hikaru of TSM, the chess grandmaster, reached out to Obama asking if he'd be down to play a chess match on stream, which, hey, that could be pretty fun. I mean, it's great for us. Easy content. So ain't that the truth. (laughs) And again, fresh eyes, new faces. I really can't complain about that. Mm. Very lastly, Dr. Lupo, Mm. you know, was one of the many that was criticized for playing with politicians who, you know, he sees as friends. He had now a viral clip where he just kind of shames the sub who even involved his kids for bashing Dr. Lupo. Mm. It's great to see these fightbacks and these responses. At the end of the day, it's a bigger move for gaming. So as as long as we can do it correctly and split up politics from the streaming side of things, it's been enjoyable to see and we'll see uh, who joins next. And a pretty crazy story this past week involving Apex Legends, mm. uh, a scene we definitely did not talk about too much. What scene? Uh, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, in that case, it was great <laughs> talking about this segment. Uh, unfortunately, so the esports side of Apex mm. definitely has had its fall off, right. much like I would say a game like Overwatch, but the main games are still fairly popular. Uh-huh. And uh, a lot of drama and controversy this past week as NRG streamer known as Lulu was under fire because she actually ended up getting not just one, but two people banned and people were upset about it. Um, mm. This being the classic Reddit misleading post, which goes viral. You love to see it. And thus, Reddit <laughs> Army decides to send death threats to said female streamer because she female. Because that's the only option, clearly. I mean, clearly, I'm being highly sarcastic here, yeah, just in case that. it wasn't aggressively clear. Clearly, sending death threats is the only response any rational human being can give here. Because just actually looking at the situation and thinking, hmm, maybe there's actually a good reason behind this. Not possible. Just look, I mean, even if the situation... <laughs> Situation on Reddit that was misleading was true. Mm-hmm. I don't. I like. We've seen this with a lot of esports pros out there, especially um, people who bet on these games. They send mm-hmm. death threats to all of these pros. Never approved of it. Uh, right. Just like in that situation, I can't imagine reading a Reddit post and thinking, "I want to threaten to kill her, dude." <laughs> like, like this is going to yeah, solve right. all my internal issues. <laughs> and um, not only that, this is going to solve the problem I'm mad about at this exact this second. This is going to help that Reddit user. <laughs> this uh, is going to get him unbanned. My death threat can change the world (laughs) (laughs) either way obviously jokes aside Uh a lot of people had their reasons uh, uh, for this now if you guys do want to know a quick TLDR of the situation Mm. pretty much Lulu accused a Gibraltar uh, of of hacking she sent in the evidence that Gibraltar was then actually banned the dev or the person known as hideout who was issuing the bans looked into the Gibraltar's teammates the bloodhound was apparently Mm. also found the sketchy history of ban evasion having several accounts tied to him also banned and Mm. then partying with the cheater so he too was also banned even leading apex legends on their main account to tweet out saying we uphold the ban Mm -hmm. and people were still pissed at lulu because she didn't get just one person banned she got two people banned let's also make it very clear that it's not like lulu went through some secret hidden back channel to report this guy but people think she did yeah apex legend devs have a discord channel that anybody can come in and share in like proof of hackers like you know causing problems in the game something i wish more games had yes because hackers are such a 
big issue. And I actually love the fact that Apex Legends tweeted out about right. this. It so was, quickly, too. It was that big of an issue. It went mm-hmm. viral on Reddit and viral on Twitter, and they actually responded, you know, if this was Twitch, mm-hmm. they're not saying a thing. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. Maybe we'll hear something like three years from now in an internal memo, and, and I, that's it. <laughs> I should clarify. Even if it was like CSGO, right? Uh-huh. They're not known for tweeting. A lot of games out there would not be this transparent. Mm-hmm. So it was an entirely sucky situation, but a great response um, by a lot of people out there. So hopefully a few more people have a bit of a better understanding as to how we saw it. And that person has now actually changed their original Reddit post to say sorry for all the people who sent death threats, and they still want their account back. So we will see if Apex Legends responds on that in the future. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Jake, uh, this is kind of almost the follow up to a story we discussed a couple weeks back uh, is we saw Schalke uh, supporting one of their players and his mm, decision. Not Schalke. To, yeah, yeah. Uh, supporting one of their FIFA players who decided not to contribute to the pay to win economy in FIFA 21 because, uh, you know, the problem there is that in order to compete at the professional level, you actually have to you have to pay the microtransaction fee to get the top level players in the game. And it's a bit of an issue. Um, And now we see EA, the company that makes NHL, Madden, FIFA, you know, kings of the sports gaming world, under fire due to a new class action lawsuit in Canada, mm-hmm, alleging Dad. that these very same loot boxes and ultimate team um, are actually illegal gambling. Which And I want to give you credit because yeah. this is not just a stretch back to a few weeks. This is a stretch mm. back to months ago when you first talked about this on this very podcast. I am sure there are very few people listening now that listened mm. back then. You called out EA a long time ago. Not the first lawsuit they're undergoing. This one specifically based in Canada, correct? Yes. It's based in Canada specifically against NHL, the uh, hockey game, and Madden. Yes. Oh, so not FIFA this time around? Not FIFA, but it is specifically targeting the ultimate team system, which is the thing that holds the gambling in it. And the same ultimate team system exists in NHL, Madden, and FIFA, just with different characters. Mm-hmm. And from what very little I've seen, apparently this lawsuit could be accusing up to 60 titles, uh, stretching back to 2008. So yeah. 
because EA has been doing this ish for a good minute. EA has been in the sports game for a bit. Yeah. Sports, esports, sport. You guys know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, for years, they've been getting called out by various governments for this exact issue. They'd recently spoken to, I believe it was our Congress in the US about this problem back in 2019. That's where the uh, surprise mechanics, the, you know, the surprise loot boxes controversy came from back yep. in the day. That was a joy. Uh, just in the past few months, they've been called out by the UK government alongside uh, Belgium and the Netherlands, I believe. Yep. Also, you know, on the same side of, hey, these loot boxes you have are pretty darn close to gambling. And it really is a problem that you're in, in inundating the system, especially with the younger audience. Yeah. And especially in this case, it goes even a bit further than gambling as a game like CSGO mm -hmm. might be seen as because you are almost, as you said, to be a pro in these sports, esports, you mm -hmm. know, like a FIFA, like a Madden, you're almost incentivized to to pay because they give you such progressive, you know, mm -hmm. things inside the game. That's where the issue lies. The right. more you spend, the better you are. That's how it kind of differs from other games out there where mm -hmm. it's strictly cosmetic. It's a bit different when it comes to the EA model or so. That's how a lot of people see it. Well, I mean, it's factually true. I, I mean, mean, especially when you have a FIFA pro coming out and it's actually, yeah. it's a it's a freaking news headline where he's mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to spend any money this year. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Okay. And the team actually has a dedicated budget for that year over year. I believe the budget uh, Schalke had was like $2,400 yeah, or something like grand. that. Yeah, which is, that's hefty. That's on top of buying the $60 game. When you have to, <laughs> you have to actually uh, make up your team's salary and then mm. give a stipend to spend in game. Yeah, just you, on microtransactions. You know that it's not a fair esport or right. a fair game to partake in it's just mm -hmm. it's wild to look at yeah and you know i think there's a clear reason here why ea has stuck with these practices for so long where we've seen like call of duty dip their toes in briefly then backed away real quick when they realized hey it's not okay to have you know microtransactions that directly affect your performance in the game mm -hmm. not cool it's cosmetic only but on the ea end i want you to take a quick guess how much ultimate team made for ea in this past year in the past year? Ultimate Team across NHL, Madden, and FIFA. I don't even want to ruin anything, but mm. Ultimate Team across several titles? Yeah. I'll, I'll say, does it start with a B? It does start with a B. Give me the number. <laughs> okay. The number is for uh, for fiscal year 2019, $1.37 billion. Across a few of those across, franchises like, yeah. or titles? Mm-hmm. In just a single year. And each year, it's a billion. Fiscal year 2020 is looking like $1.49 billion. So... That's a lot of it's money. It's working. It's working. It's not like well. I can sit back here and blame EA because no, like they haven't had to lose a lawsuit yet. They haven't mm -hmm. had to really face up to it. Right. The, the giant lingering question is, you know, you know, do you guys think it's wrong, and will they lose? A, a, will they lose? And then will they lose enough to stop the practice? I think they absolutely will. There's a good reason every other game company is backing very far away from this practice because they can see where the without, tides are changing. Without any knowledge, I will go the opposite of you, and I think EA mm -hmm. is going to stay just fine. Mm -hmm. And whether or not they do lose, they will keep up these practices. That's just because you, you have to change your entire franchise. Oh, yeah, you absolutely do. You have to start making good games. <laughs> which, I just don't know <laughs> if they can want... exist without that kind of progressive model. Like, love it or hate it, that's what makes the game entertaining for so many people out there. Yeah, but there's ways to do it without the aggressive gambling component being like you know and most the thing is here people aren't saying get rid of ultimate team altogether right the thing is get rid of the gambling the problematic the the, the problems here that have very direct consequences to real people let's tone those down you know there's ways to still have that system in the game without you know really making money hand over fist yeah and i guess we'll find out this is going to take some time oh absolutely but if it does come to fruition we'll keep on talking about it ea games under another lawsuit can that lawsuit take down the titan that's the mystery.
And you know it's coming, man. Uh, our combo topic for this week, Ooh. it's a heavy hitter. And yes, certainly a controversial statement out there, which some people are backing, some very few people. Mm. So always interested uh, in both sides to hear. Of course. Uh, but that being a, um, a supposed creative director for Google Stadia, apparently not so much, according to Jason Schreier. You mm. guys know who I'm talking about. Mr. Alex Hutchinson, a.k.a. Bang Bang Click. His, a.k.a. Bad Tick. Bad, bad, bad. Bad, bad take guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he just won that round for us. Uh, yeah, true, true. Either way, his main statement being that he does believe that streamers should be paying to stream the games they play. Interesting statement right there, especially in you know current times. Yes, very much so. I think one of the issues that people, you know, really honed in on here is how how do you get to a point in the game industry where you have a position as, as a creative director without being aware of how the industry works right now where game devs go out there and they pay streamers to promote their games because streams directly contribute to the sales of a title yes exactly so that was probably the main combated point out there because we saw tons of streamers disagree with this take we saw tons of quotes of that same tweet and the main combated point being okay there is currently a model in the in the gaming scene mm -hmm. which obviously is trying to uh, is actually incentivized to actually go pay these streamers not only are these streamers playing your game but you are paying them not vice versa because that is apparently what works speak mm -hmm. of the devil we talked about it earlier this podcast ea games is notoriously known for shoveling out cash we've had ninja record-breaking weekends potentially being paid a million dollars to play apex legends uh fifa i mean i shouldn't say fifa but tifu but apparently had a madden deal fall through mm -hmm. but was going to be set for hundred fifty thousand dollars. there is an obvious reason that model does exist where, yes, some devs in some games see the sheer value of a streamer playing their game and promoting it to their entire audience. 100%. We can point to a super recent example in Among Us. The entire reason that game has gained so much popularity in the recent months is because of streaming. Because Among Us has been out for, what is it, like a, a year or years two now? now? Yeah. yeah. And it was doing horribly. A lot of people said it was an objective failure at launch just because it didn't, it didn't make the sales numbers. But now it's one of the biggest games in the world. So I think we can definitely say there's a clear benefit here for developers. One of the counterpoints I have seen is that for some games out there, some more story-based games that don't really have unique experiences to them, that, you know, sure, if you watch through the whole game on a stream, maybe people aren't going to go watch a purely story-focused game. They're not going to go and buy it themselves, perhaps. But those games are so few and far between at this stage, and I would argue that doesn't that doesn't um, take into account games like Spider-Man or God of War, which are I would argue are very story-heavy games, but the gameplay is a crucial thing here, that people see and they want to experience it for themselves. Yeah, and another part I did actually see, and I think some people are slowly making videos on, is the overarching, maybe the angle he was trying to go for, and that's, is it actually legal for some of these companies and games to copyright that material? Because this all came in the wake of DMCA's for music, mm. and he, he was actually talking about Twitch streamers should not only fear the DMCA's of music, but potentially the DMCA version of what could be, you know, copywriting their gameplay that they're playing on streams. Could devs and companies legally do that? Uh, we've seen devs do this in the past because some of them can. Some <clears> devs actually have clauses in their end user license agreement that very specifically says, hey, you can stream our game totally fine, you know, go for it, right? But some other devs out there, like Nintendo, for example, they have maintained a lot of the rights for their games. They actually tried to DMCA a lot of creators back in the day, I believe like 2013, 2014 era, uh, that caused a lot of problems for content creators on YouTube. Uh, more recently, the devs behind Persona 5 did the same thing with Twitch streamers. They didn't allow anybody to stream the game at all outside of the first couple hours and what we saw was huge backlash you know the game not selling as much as it perhaps could have you know and i think devs clearly re recognize the benefits here 
Yeah, and uh, again, I, I wanted to try and see what his argument could have been. When, mm-hmm. Once I went down the rabbit hole of his replies is where he really lost me. Uh, we'll end on this. I actually saw a tweet where he was saying that streamers should try streaming you know, without games and see what happens. Even further, the point that I mm-hmm. saw was he was saying that streamers should give additionally part of their revenue uh, to that game as well, which... Again, I, I don't know if he's seeing some kind of weird future thing that could be the way to go, mm-hmm. but it seems in this current climate just a, a really, really brash take, in my opinion. Yeah, I 100% agree. And with that argument that he was making, I think another point that Schreier himself brought up um, was that you can't really expect if, let's say, uh, a Lupo streams a game, right, and he gives like 10% of the revenue back to the game developer. None of that money is going to go directly to the developers who worked on the game. It's going to go to the executives, to the company. And so if you're trying to make the argument that the game developer should get the money, I don't think the streamers are the place to start. And then plus, all, if you want to really dive down the rabbit hole, all of a sudden Dr. Lupo and Nick Merckx are playing the same game for the mm. same amount of time. Let's say they each have to give a percentage of that revenue. Right. Who's to say wh- who should actually pay what percentage all of a sudden nick Merckx is paying 10 times what dr lupo is and mm. you're getting you know again there's just so many stringence as to how that would possibly work right especially when you take into account like smaller streamers is a smaller streamer who's only like streaming to a couple hundred people are they going to be paying the same fees as a lupo or a courage i mean None of this makes any sense for how the whole streaming economy works. Yeah, either way, we saw a lot of people freak out. I would say a by far majority of people disagree with his mm. take. I think we ran a poll here on the channel around 18,000 votes, which said that they don't believe that you know streamers should have to pay to play the games they do. And I think a majority of devs and games actually agree with that currently. Will it change in the future? Will we all be proven wrong by Bang Bang Click? It, it could be a far-fetched possibility. Doubtful. But we will see. And as per usual, we hope you guys all enjoy the Esports Rewind podcast. Same time, same day, every single week. We break down the crazy stories, and we greatly appreciate all of you guys who do listen. Zane, you want to hit him with that outro? All right, guys. You know, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. You can find the Esports Rewind podcast on the go on your mobile phone, on iTunes, Spotify, your podcast platform of choice as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. Just type in P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N, and we're right there alongside a bunch of other fantastic esports and gaming podcasts. So by all means, go check it out it does really help support the channel a lot shout out to our audio listeners we do appreciate you tuning in if you'd like some more daily esports news content you can find us on youtube at esports talk in any time if anybody ever wants to reach out say hello send the story a kind word anything at all we do read every single message we receive you can find us on twitter dms open at talk underscore esports instagram at esports underscore talk and you know what if you'd like to see some of the news that we don't get the chance to cover on the channel like we talk about apex legends a lot on the website for example you can find us at esportstalk.com so by all means slide through and check us out thank you all for watching we'll see you next week gamers take care of yourselves shoot bless you